This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Have you ever read or been told that you need to create a memorized elevator pitch? You know, that story touting the features and benefits of the products and services or the features and benefits maybe even of yourself. I think it's time to scrap it and rethink how to best professionally introduce yourself. That's what we'll be talking about today on The Public Speaker. In business, we often hear about the need for an elevator pitch, or sometimes people refer to it as an elevator speech. You're told to imagine yourself in an elevator with someone, and you only have a short ride to make an impression. The idea, of course, is to make a brief statement or a brief speech to gain the attention of that person, to gain the interest of that person. But being able to deliver a concise, compelling message that gains the attention of each specific person that you meet, it's a tall order. In fact, I interviewed Jeremy Donovan. He's the author of How to Deliver a TED Talk. And he said that if you can't express your message in under 12 words, you don't know what you're talking about. And I definitely agree. Think about it. Can you express what you do in an interesting way in under 12 words? Go ahead, try it. It's not as easy as it sounds. I think, though, the time invested in thinking about your message is important because the ability to talk about your company in a clear, concise, compelling manner opens the door for further communication and possible collaboration. So what exactly should you include when you're introducing yourself or your products and services? Before we get to those tips, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible.com. If you love books, but you find that you never have the time to read them, well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. You can get audiobooks and listen to the books you've been meaning to read while on the go. You can do it at the gym, during your commute. Audible.com provides 180,000 titles from the leading audiobook publishers, also broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. The app is free, and it works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and a Windows phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you own the books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Audible.com also has this great listen guarantee. If you decide you don't like the book that you chose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. I recently listened to the book by Edgar Schein. It's called Humble Inquiry. In fact, it was recommended by another public speaker listener. I really love that book. And in fact, I loved it so much, I invited Edgar to be on the public speaker. So if you're interested in understanding more about how to ask questions and ask questions in a way that builds relationships, I highly recommend the book Humble Inquiry by Edgar Schein. And for public speaker listeners, Audible.com is offering a free 30-day trial membership. Go to audible.com forward slash speaker today to start your free trial. Again, show your support for the public speaker and get a free 30-day trial at audible.com forward slash speaker. I think there are seven things that need to be included when you're introducing yourself or your products. And the first thing is how you help people. That is, what is the value that you bring to others? What problem are you trying to solve? That's the first and most important thing. Next, you want to talk about how you're different. 
or why you're the best. What makes you unique? Of course, I'm sure you've heard the unique value proposition. That's what you're going to include as well. You need to include what methods you use to help. You also need to include your name, of course. A call to action, which I think is only used in certain circumstances. Client stories, of course, examples of your ideal customers. And I think it's also great if you can include a foundation story, why it is that you do what you do. Let me expand on this a little bit. When you craft your introduction, that is your elevator pitch, be sure to craft it from the perspective of the other person. How can you help him? How can you make her job easier or his work more effective? It's not about you. The most important key to remember is that the focus must be on your conversation partner. If you remember one thing about the, quote, perfect elevator speech, remember this advice. And by the way, it applies to most communication situations. It's not about you. It's about them. Equally important is how you give your elevator speech. Most of us will never find ourselves in an elevator when someone asks, so what do you do? And rarely, if ever, will you have two to three uninterrupted minutes to spout off rehearsed messages that we may or may not remember exactly. But we may find ourselves at networking events, social functions, train or plane rides, having conversations. So instead of creating a fixed feature benefit message you repeat over and over again, my idea is that you create a few short sound bites, anecdotes, and stories for each of the seven elements that I mentioned before. And by the way, you'll need a different soundbite for each of the different types of people that you typically interact with. The idea is to have a conversation, and as that conversation progresses, you'll incorporate the best messages and stories, of course, that you've given thought to ahead of time, in a manner that hopefully resonates with that particular conversation partner. It's a conversation that includes mostly stories with a few facts for credibility and support. I once went to a networking event with a woman who went from person to person, even to small groups of people who were happily chatting, and she handed her business card to everyone and then delivered the exact same facts about her company. She made the mistake of talking at people instead of talking with people. Of course, they smiled politely and took her card, and I'm sure she thought she was being a good networker. I thought she was just giving poor advice. I'm sure she was creating a negative impression, and I'm sure she didn't get any business as a result. In fact, I overheard people say that they thought she was just being rude. At another event, I saw a woman simply pass her card out to everyone that was milling around at the end of the event. And as I walked out the door, I tossed something into the trash, and I noticed several of her cards there. When you're at a function or sitting next to someone, It's important to start by making a personal connection. Research confirms that we need to start with warmth, a smile, a nod, listening, because warmth is what allows us to establish a connection. You first have to be liked and trusted before someone will act on your ideas or be influenced by you. And the best way to create rapport is through natural conversation that focuses on, I believe, helping your conversation partner. And by the way, I've written frequently about conversations in Why You Should Embrace Awkward Small Talk. I explain that small talk opens the door to deeper communication. And then how to start a conversation, I give specific tips to help you start opening the door. 
The bottom line is this, when introducing yourself or your product, you should ditch the pitch and instead have a gradual professional conversation. Steve Robbins, he's the get it done guy. He gives a great example of how to do this in what's better than an elevator pitch. He suggests when someone asks what you do, you ask a question back. For instance, if you work as an oncology physicist, you can ask if they know someone who received radiation as a part of their cancer treatment. They might respond, oh, unfortunately, yes. Then you would say, well, as a medical physicist, I work along with the doctors to ensure that the amount and the location of the radiation coming from those big machines is extremely accurate. So that's only applied to the tumor and in the exact right amount. That sounds a lot more valuable and personal than I'm an oncology physicist. It leads to more conversation and more connection, and that's always a good thing, at least in my book. So take the time to develop your introduction sound bites. Determine and develop the best stories that help others understand what you do, why you're different, and why they should work with you. It should be a flexible plan that includes questions, stories, and sincere interest in the other person. It's through an engaging conversation that you'll express who you are and what you do. Focus on helping the other person. Your result will be much, much better, and you'll look forward to the next train ride or networking event. At least I hope so. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. And as always, your success is my business. Hey, and don't forget our sponsor, Audible.com, is offering a free 30-day trial membership. If you go to audible.com forward slash speaker, you can start your free trial today. Again, show your support for the public speaker and get your free 30-day trial at audible.com forward slash speaker. Hi, I'm Dawn Phillips. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk and A Sure Interview. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com. Or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to public speaker at quickanddirtytips.com.